Hey guys, this is a small segment from a conversation that should either be out before or after this one, so look in your player to see when, with a really great guy, Joel Sharpton. So the short long of it is, Joel ended a show called Always Listening, and if you're a listener of Deadset Podcasting, that might be why you know Joel if you do know Joel, and it's how I discovered him. He ended the show in 2020. It's now towards the end of 2022, and he's never spoken about why he did that publicly, and he chose to do that on Deadset Podcasting. In the actual interview, it took us over an hour to get there, so I've chopped it out, and I've included it in this little episode. I'm also just sitting in my really crappy-sounding lounge room right now, talking into my phone, which we also talked about, that you can make a podcast with nearly any modern device that doesn't completely suck. So I don't know if that comes up in the excerpt, but I wanted to record in a fashion that Joel brought up in the episode. So you're getting two things today, a great story and maybe even some closure from Joel and me experimenting with a simple way to get little bits of podcasting done. Righto, guys, we'll jump in with the episode. You're listening to Dead Set Podcasting with your host, Josh Liston. This is a show dedicated to podcasting in Australia, New Zealand and Southeast Asia. Follow along with today's episode over at deadsetpodcasting.com. Okay, here we go. You know, Bloomberg's stated point, his stated purpose was to make like a dent in the audio industry and to change, you know, storytelling and podcasting. I think he did those two things. Absolutely. So like, Without doubt. and also now one would assume he's made a boatload of money too. So <laughs> that, I mean, personally, I'm true. sure he's got a big pile. So yeah. <laughs> good on him, as yeah. they say. Yes, correct. Um, let's, let's do talk for a minute about the dissolution of always listening. I've never said anything publicly okay. about it really well, at I all. I appreciate it you occurred choosing to me. here to do it. So. Well, it's for, it's two things at once. I had not really considered that I, that I shut it all down without a whole lot of thought until I would say like the last six months I've been thinking about that. Boy, you just kind of did a thing. You just like pulled the parachute and I did it like fairly finally. Not only did we stop recording the show, I deleted all of the, the show doesn't exist anymore. You can't find it in any podcast apps and everything. I deleted the files and, and dumped. I have the files, I think on a computer it exists and in Spotify hard drive and stuff. because I recently, Oh, does it still that. exist in Spotify? There you go. Yeah. So, some, so somebody else told me that I wonder where they're pulling their files from uh, because Spotify used to ingest it. Now that they used to ingest correct. it. That's so what if it is. Your show so these are mid 2020. They switched to the RSS feed thing, but before that they were doing what Stitcher does and they ingest all the files. So that's fascinating. Yeah. So you should be able to listen to even the, um, the Tyler, maybe the Tyler Mahan Co. episode there on Spotify too. I don't know. That's one of the previous seasons. Anyway, here's what happened. COVID happened. COVID started. It was the week before the NBA shut down. So this would have been like the first week of March. And Jay Soderberg and I did our regular recording and we both made jokes about it. It was happening at that point. We were both like, oh, I wonder if X or Y or Z is going to happen or how this is going to shift, whatever we were talking about. As soon as I got off the air, I thought, you actually are concerned about COVID. You shouldn't have joked about it. So the next week, everything shuts down. We recorded an episode that week too. And I didn't make any jokes about it. Jay made a joke about it though. 
and it wasn't like I didn't get mad at Jay. I didn't be like I, it was. It wasn't a situation where I like I don't want to talk to him anymore. I don't want to give him a platform. It, it, Jay's not a conspiracy theory guy. We're not not friendly anymore. That's not what happened. But somewhere in the like literally in the recording of that episode, the week of March fifteenth, sitting there talking to Jay, I just thought, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. I don't. I don't want to be talking about this. Sorry, and by this, Joel, you mean the podcasting space? The podcast yeah. industry, the yeah. podcasting space specifically. Like, I can't remember what the top, what the news topic was that week, but it just seems so banal. It yeah. seems so like, like, like a lot of people have died. Like a lot of people will, like a whole lot of people will die. We didn't know how bad it would be or how long it would be. But the just not just COVID, but the world in general had kind of fallen apart the several years before that. American politics had been a, a crapshoot. It's been a bad situation for several years before that. And I had been very caught up in in all of those things. Like my family was young and growing. I, it was just this, the whole stew of everything that was going on in my life. I just thought, I don't want to do this anymore. And I, and I never really talked to Jay about it. I just, I did, I think I maybe even straight up blamed it on COVID and said, hey, it feels weird to be talking about this when like bigger things are going on, you know, like let's, let's just maybe take a hiatus. And then I went, I came back several months later and I was like, or several weeks later and, and then was final with it. And I was like, hey, actually I'm not, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to shut it down. And it was my show. Like I'd done it before Jay. So he didn't give me any pushback or can I do it with somebody else or anything like that? He did ask me. At some point, you know, what? do you mind if I have a similar conversation with somebody else on a weekly? But I was like, no, no, please, please go and go and do another show if you want to do it. Just one for me. And I kept thinking, you know, maybe you'd come on and do a final episode or something. But for some reason, the fact that I wasn't going to do it anymore, and yet all of those episodes were out there in all of the places, that felt wrong too. It felt like it was unfinished or I don't know, left hanging. Yeah. And so I, I just took it all down one day and I think I tweeted about it maybe, but I didn't, I, I, there wasn't an announcement. I didn't send out a PSA or anything. I didn't even, I didn't make a stink at all. I just, they were just gone one day and it all comes back to that thing that we talked about, which is I just, my give a damn's busted. I don't, I don't do things that I don't want to do anymore. It's either hell yeah or no. And suddenly it was no for always listening. I just didn't want to do it. Mm. I'm still passionate about the podcast industry. I mean, that's what I was telling you earlier. And obviously I'm passionate about it. I'm doing one weekly now. And I still believe absolutely in the power of this medium for, for businesses and individuals and hobbyists and everybody in between. There's, there's no point in history that the average person can with the tools that they already own make their voice and opinion heard throughout the entire globe except right now and i mean we just mentioned anchor a minute ago you anchor's free i don't love them but you can set up an account with them absolutely free mm -hmm. you can use your smartphone whether that's Android, you know the cheapest android off the wall will work you download the anchor app and there you go what is it? 99.999% of the human population has a smartphone now or whatever. If you look at the numbers, like, I mean, there's billions of those, uh, as there are people on, on the earth. And so basically every human adult has the capability 
to share their experience mm. with the entire globe. Now, we're not all going to get an audience. Nobody's guaranteed one. Nobody's promised one. <laughs> and even if you're really good at this, your, your audience is not going to be huge. Every time that I share those statistics that Elsie Escobar does uh, or, or that, that Rob Walsh does on the Libsyn, the feed podcast every month, you know, they do the yeah. – the if you're above, yeah. yeah, if you're above 1,500 downloads, you're better than 80% of the industry or whatever. Every time I share those statistics with a client or a, or a would-be client, they're shocked, right? Because the numbers are so small to be a show that matters. Mm. It's because we're punk rock. You said it so well, Josh. Yeah. We're, we're a niche medium. We're always going to be a niche medium. The niche gets bigger. As we go, right, the whole industry continues to grow as more and more people are exposed to this as an option. We will find those people that vibe with us. We will find those people that, you know, agree with our outlook on the world and that want to hear from us. But the first thing you got to do is get to recording and you could do it with your smartphone. I, so I'm literally, you can't, this isn't a video show. Josh, I feel like such an idiot. I'm holding my Sure MV7 yes. by its little mounted handle. So in my new, we moved... Oh, we moved a year ago, uh, just over a year ago to the, to a new home. And when we moved to this house, I was not recording, always listening. I wasn't recording any other weekly show. I'm not doing a whole lot of voice work currently for any of my clients. I'm just doing editing mostly in project management and stuff. And so I've never set up my microphone here. I've been doing this Anne Rice show weekly now for five weeks in a row, six weeks in a row. And every week I, I it gets to Sunday and I'm like, damn it, I didn't mount my mic again. <laughs> and you and I, I, to this morning, I thought, I still haven't mounted my mic. I got to talk to Josh tonight. But one of my real estate buddies, Neil Dingra, who is on Instagram as Neil Home. If you're interested in making good TikTok videos or good like Instagram reels, even if you're not interested in the mortgage or real estate space, go follow at Neil Home. He does great stuff. I stole this from him. He's in hotels all the time. Yeah. And he he bought himself this Shure MV7, which is a great USB yeah, powered microphone. Awesome. Yep. It were yeah, dude, it sounds fantastic. It sounds just like the uh the S7B. It's just smaller and USB powered. Yeah. It even works for me. I'm an iPad guy. It, you can plug it directly into the iPad with the USB-C cable and it powers up there and, and you can record into it there. But what I found was and, and he, he's the one that showed me this. You plug it straight into your iPhone and shoot your Instagram videos. Oh, wow. You know, just do it, just do it like this. You don't need to mount the thing. And you've got this amazing video, you know, this amazing microphone that you sound really great on. He doesn't, when he's making his little reels, he doesn't even put on headphones. Obviously, I need something to hear you on, Josh. But my point is, you can level up to really good audio. Even for a very affordable price, I said this was like two fifty. I think when it was new, I think I think now they're on sale for like one ninety nine, one seventy nine, something. Wow. I saw them pretty cheap. <laughs> anyway, two hundred bucks, you can get a very nice microphone. Even without a very nice microphone, though, even without a microphone at all, your smartphone records great audio. Honestly, compared to what we were capable of doing 10, 15 years ago with even pretty nice tools, your your smartphone is going to do a great job, and it's better, I think, to start. And put your voice out there, begin establishing what your style is, what your interests are, and who your audience might be. And then you can always level up the tech. We get hung up on the tech in the beginning, and so we never get to the place where we're creating good content because, well, I can't afford a good mic or I can't buy that Rodecaster Pro. Can you have an interview, though? Can you schedule a call with somebody that you'd be interested in, and, and can you hold a good conversation for an hour and change or, or not. Cause if not, 
don't bother buying the mic, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> or try to do a 10-minute podcast and pour every ounce of energy into 10 minutes instead of 70, well, potentially. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with scripting. I tell people that I tell people that all the time. Script monologues, man. Write a five-minute monologue. Even people who are bad at public presentation or who don't feel comfortable on the mic, like you have to speak at some point, right? You have to do a yearly review at your job or you know, you have to go in and talk to the PTA meeting about your, you know, your, 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 uh, your child's poor grades or whatever it is. So, you know, think of those things and like, how do you, how do you prepare yourself for a presentation? What is it that you're passionate about? That's the other key. I think people are so focused on like, well, what do people want to hear that Mm. they forget first to focus on what they're passionate about? And so everybody ends up dry by the numbers we're all talking about achievements yep. instead of passion. I think if we all focused more on passion, all of our content will improve inherently. That's a perfect way to finish up. Joel Sharpton, thank you so much, mate, for being on the show. And it's conversations once again like this that re-energize why I continue to do this particular show when some people, and including myself, would say it's probably a distraction from other things that I could be doing that are more important. But yeah, I get energy out of talking about podcasting with someone who cares as much about it as I do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and the platform. And, and you know, time spent talking about our passions is never time wasted. It's always, it's always time well invested. Listen, life is short for all of us. And uh, we only get one spin around the, the, the sun. So like, Grab the things in life that you are a hell yes for yeah. and try to remove as many. I mean, obviously, li- listen, we all have to be realistic. The bills have to get paid. Everybody's got to get fed, et cetera, et cetera. And that's all hard enough. So do the things that you must do, but look hard at the things in your life that you don't have to do that you're doing for someone else and say, I'm not a hell yeah, so I'm a, I'm a no on that. And that'll <laughs> give you room for these for these passion projects. Find the passion in your life and pursue it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Josh, thank you for continuing to pursue your passion, sir. It worked out well for me today. Thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure. And it's always that moment. I always say this at the end. There's nothing better than hearing someone's work except for discovering they're a real living, breathing human. And Mm. that's what we've managed to do today, which I, I love that part. Thank you for that, Josh. I appreciate it. Righto. See you, mate.